We are two moms whose literal job is to help other moms with their wellness. We know your struggle because we live your struggle. We are experts who supposedly have all the answers, but let's be honest, even expert advice can be a load of mothership. So each episode will discuss some mothership with one of us giving you expert advice and the other giving you the real like a mother. mother. What do you want to talk about today? Well, you're talking about how I'm always tired. I feel like I'm always tired. Um, well, there's the two ideas I sent you. So there are three in the past 24 hours. One's a little controversial. Mm-hmm. One is, um, we probably never share this on our page. One is uh, Boomer Grandparents. <laughs> One is, uh, how was your trip? And notice how we say trip, not vacation. And um, who's the other one? Uh, that stupid trend, that soundbite that's oh. going around right now about this concept. And, and I've had some clients mention it too. This concept that like, you know, hey, enjoy it. Soak it in because like really only four years. Yeah. Um, so kind of like debunking that a little yeah. bit. Um, Let's talk about that one. Because I actually have, I had a friend bring it up to me. and. Oh, did you follow on Instagram diary of an honest mom? Yeah. Yeah. So she had like a clap back at it. I think I may have saw, I I think I saw that. And did she like write an article maybe? Yeah. Insider highlighted her. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So let's, okay. So let's talk about that today. So I feel like this was just rambly. So let's actually start the episode now. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So tell me about this, this viral Instagram, TikTok audio. So, uh, I mean, can I just say a lot of my inspiration lately of topics, I mean, TikTok has my people, the the algorithm has found me. Um, Cause as I was doing things today, I was like, Oh, what, what are some things, what are some fresh takes, fresh things that Beth and I can think about and everything that I was coming up with, (laughs) it was like a TikTok trend. Um, so there's that. So the one trend going around right now is the sound bite and, and like side disclaimer, the origin of the sound bite, the person I, um, he's a, he's a wee bit problematic, which I don't think people totally understand. So that's just like a side. I, I believe the the voice is Jordan Peterson. So anyway, so, um, it's, it's from the, he's a professor and all this stuff. So his, the sound bite is like, um, just all of those harmful messages moms have been experiencing all these years anyway, like enjoy the baby, enjoy the messy, enjoy the, the yelling in your house. Cause one day it's going to be gone. And really you only have four years to enjoy it anyway. Like, so the soundbite is really saying that you only have a, he doesn't specify, but you only have a baby. Like the, I guess like the, the real youth part of having a child ends at four. And so, because that's so short, it's a blink of an eye. You might as well enjoy it while it's here. Yeah. While it's here. Um, I don't know anything about him. Can we talk about his controversy? Can you tell me? Because I did not dive that deep into this. What is... Okay. Um, I might have to Google for reference just because I don't want to get it. Because uh, <laughs> you know, we have so many listeners. I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> There's so many people right, right Well, you're it. finding the reference about him. Um, yeah. So... So my, what I've seen about this post and like, and I've had people tell, send me messages saying, oh my God, it pulled in my heartstrings. It made me feel so sad and depressed. Like our, so right now I have 
a just turned four-year-old and I've got a almost one-year-old. And so my friends who I made when I had my four-year-old, you know, we all have kids that are turning four or just turned four. And so she sent us messages saying like, oh, my heart, you know, like already when your kids get bigger and they start, they turn from babies into toddlers into like kids, you already are sad enough about it on your own. You're already like, wish, like remembering the days when they were tiny. Um, so she sent me a message just saying, oh, this pulled at my heartstrings. It made me feel so sad. And then I saw the diary of an honest mom post where she was saying, you know, for all of you who are feeling really sad and triggered by this post, um, and I can even find her post and read it, but are you, you're feeling sad and triggered by this post, like know that it doesn't end up four years. Like there's all these things to look forward to. And it so does it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she made, so she made some kind of post just with her thoughts. And then she made her own video with her own uh, audio about you, you have four years and it's like all these, you know, really nice things that are like, and those four years are really hard. And yes, they're screaming and some days you hate it, but some days are nice and it's okay. <laughs> um, and it's a great message. Um, and, and yeah, so I think that, I think it's not even that post that we wanted to discuss. I do want to hear his controversy. I don't know if you found it or not. Um, but I think talking about just the whole concept of like, enjoy it now, like be in the moment, love every second of it. We put so much pressure on ourselves to love every second. And then like, we were just chatting about, I just took a trip to California with the kids and like, while it was wonderful, it was exhausting. It was not a vacation. It was a trip. And you like tell yourself that you didn't, like, I didn't pay, like I was in California and I didn't even notice I was in California for the first three days. Cause I was so busy situating the family. Oh and my God. I, you know, I like looked out the window of the car because I've been so like trying to make sure people aren't screaming. And like, I haven't even like, you know, just like breathed in the air. Um, and, and it's hard to be in the moment when you're taking care of people. Not fair to be, <laughs> you've got to enjoy every moment. Can I say something kind of problematic? Yeah. And- he might kill me if he listens. But um, that's so funny. You're describing your experience of your trip because I follow your husband on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and he seemed to have a really lovely time. He seemed to be really taking it in. He was, like, he was enjoying moments with friends and he he stopped and paused to enjoy a burger. Uh, <laughs> shout out, edit out. Like, it's just, it's, it's funny when you know both parents. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And again, right. Instagram, social media, he's right not reality. He's not showing maybe like the negotiation he had with Camille in order to go get that burger. Um, yeah. But, but you would, your Instagram would show that. <laughs> so right. it's a little bit more finesse. Um, well, that's Instagram versus reality, right? Cause my, my business is showing the reality of how hard it is and his Instagram is showing just how cool his life is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sorry. I just as you're saying that, I I just have these like visual snippets of seeing his Instagram over the week. And I was oh, yeah. like, oh, that's so that's oh, yeah. so you should even look out the car window. <laughs> you know it's funny if you were watching, so we went to Disney one day, which we're so lucky that we get to do because he works under he works for ABC, they're owned by Disney. So we just like get free tickets, which is amazing. That's amazing. Um so we just like popped over to Disney one day um when we were in LA. And uh, it's funny because if you look, he he posted this like really funny Instagram story that he pretended he was on a roller coaster, but he was really on a kiddie ride. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, if but he's like hanging out with like his friend, and then the kids are all on the other one with the other mom. And oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. 
And then I'm standing on the ground with Andre. And then you see me making like this chaotic video of like Andre screaming. And I made a video like for my Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That David is just like pretending he's on a roller coaster, just hanging out. Right. (laughs) That's really funny. Literally at the same time. Um, Yeah. But oh yeah. Okay. So tell me the dirt about this guy, this professor who made this quote. Okay. So Jordan Peterson is no, he's like a New York times. I think he said he's a professor. Um, was he a, a psychology? Oh, psychology professor um, mm-hmm. at university of Toronto. He's been cited in a lot of, um, uh, you know, well-established articles, number one, best-selling nonfiction book, a uh, bunch of stuff. Right. So people hold him pretty high. He's done a bunch of tours. He's, it's weird because on one hand, he has a lot of stuff that is very, um, I've heard sound bites and they almost sound progressive, but apparently he's, he's like a white, a right wing internet celebrity. Um, so here's some of the things from Vox. Um, he's claimed that feminists have an unconscious wish for brutal male domination. Um, he's developed nation, uh, refer, referred to developing nations as pits of catastrophe. Um, I guess there was, he got in a kerfuffle in a speech to a Dutch far right group and recently told a Times reporter that he supported enforced monogamy. Um, So he just like, he scales this very like, and maybe some people might say, no, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not on the fence. He's, he's very obvious about it. Um, He kind of speaks to to a problematic group of men, <laughs> like the incel type dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's just, whether or not he's totally looking for that crowd, he just like, he really toes the line of it. Um, so who and it, was his, who was his little Instagram message for then or his TikTok? So I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what that was taken out of. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Because that's TikTok for you, right? Like they'll take like the smallest little uh, bit of a song or of a, a part of a movie. So I, I'll have to look to see um, what that was from. But for a while, I was like, I'm listening to the, I'm watching this trend. I'm listening to the voice and I'm like, wait, isn't that that guy that's like kind of awful? I'm like, this is so <laughs> like, all these moms and parents are on TikTok and like, you know, pretty open-minded parents are using the sound by like, huh. And then finally one day someone made a TikTok and was like, just FYI, you guys, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, the voice of this person, he's kind of not a good person. Just Interesting. There's all the things no, and I could probably, if I had, if I had done my research for today, I could probably do a better pitch of like, just, I know we didn't really plan this out. Some of the great, some of the not so great things that he was known for, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, you gave me enough. You gave me enough. So my mind immediately went to like, I don't know where that audio came from, but it makes me think like he mansplained, right? Like yes. much about him, but if that's the kind of crowd he talks to, then that was a mansplain comment. Right. Took it, and then people love pulling at their own heartstrings and people love making themselves feel sad about the moment. Like I have, I have a friend actually, this makes me think of her. She used to, we used to go when we were in our twenties, we would go to the beach every summer for a week and just like hang out. That was like our thing. Um, she used to always be sad while we were on the vacation about that. It was going to end. And so she would spend like being sad for when it ended. And this makes me always like two steps ahead. Yeah. And this makes me think of the same thing, like being sad that your kids are getting older instead of just being in the moment, but also recognizing that the moment sometimes sucks a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's right. It's causing like uh, premature sadness and mm-hmm. it's it's guilting you for maybe owning that you're having a hard time. Yeah. It's And it's what I call what it's what I say to clients like don't, my biggest thing to clients is I'm like, don't kick yourself while you're dead, while while you're down. So I, I my example is like when maybe you're just having a really anxious day and you can't really get anything done. And so maybe you're kind of bedridden by it. And now you're going to shame yourself for being bedridden, like for being like, oh, my God, why am I so anxious? Like, I just ruined my day. No, just this is what your body has chosen for you today. Write it out. Don't make it any worse. Um, And that's what these kinds of clips do. They make it Mm -hmm. worse. Um, There's that clip going around and something very similar. Um, I think they're two separate ones where it's like one minute your house is met. Like one day you're going to miss how messy it is. Um, I find that video and I don't have a baby, right? My youngest is three and a half. I find that video extremely triggering. I have to skip through it because I'm like, nope, not, we're not doing this one. I'm not <laughs> thinking about the day that, cause it's like one day your house is going to be exactly how you left it. And part of me is like, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the other part, right. And the other part of me is like, I don't even want to think about that. Like, let's yeah. don't rush me. Don't shame me. Like the, right. So yeah. I, I, do you remember, do you remember when, cause I, I am experiencing this now. Like I remember when I had my daughter, when my, my daughter's the older one, so she was my first being so in the moment and being like obsessed with being a new mom. Cause it was like my world, right? Like it was just like all I thought about, it was just everything. And being like, why don't people, people don't remember. Like I would talk about my sister having momnesia and not remembering. And I was like, why don't people remember this? And then forgetting myself and like not remembering exactly what it was like for the baby. And then when I had my second being like, oh, you know, this is not easy. And I remember being on the playground with him and somebody making a joke to me about how he like the baby must be easy and it's the big kid that's hard. And I was like, not really. Like, I can't sit down for more than half a second with this baby. But now that he's almost a year old, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember those first few months were so easy. But they weren't like you can't talk about the past experience with kids if you're not in it, because every stage is hard. And when every single stage you're in, because it's own challenges, we all know this and our memory, you know, we, our memory sugarcoats, everything, our memory puts things in rose colored glasses sometimes. And, and like, we don't, you don't remember the nitty gritty and how hard every moment is. Right. And our brains, protect our bodies, hundred percent. You said it perfectly in our, in our bodies and our brains protect us. So sometimes that means, like forgetting, like removing a few nuggets <laughs> out of our mm-hmm. memory. So, so maybe for that mom to maybe do the damn thing again, right. uh, or to holding on to the memory. So it's like, don't, you don't want to forget, like, this was pretty, <laughs> this was pretty traumatic. Don't do it again. Right? <laughs> um, I, this morning I had a, a doctor's appointment and, um, the woman next to me had her, I don't, I don't, once you don't have a baby, you have no idea what the ages are. I'm like four months old give or take an adorable mm-hmm. baby in, in his little car seat thing. Cause he's that little, so you can just, mm-hmm. you know, just no one can Carry see me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm showing pick you, him um, pick him up out of, you know, just moving the little, I can, the infant carrier. Thank you. God, the car seat, moving the car seat around the infant car, car seat from the, yeah. Anyway. So she's in there and the baby is so alert and so freaking good. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to eat the baby basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, I'm looking at the baby and I just look at the baby and I just go, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> that, that is, of course, after I uh, introduced myself to the mom, made her feel like a human being. And I asked her yeah. how she was doing after I was all like, your baby's amazing. Um, and then I was like, how are you? 
Good job. Good job asking. I'm glad you yeah. that. And I, well, of course. Right. And I said to her, I was like, it's so easy to just get caught up in the baby. Um, but I know how hard you must have it right now. And she was like, yeah, this is my second kid. And she has a two and a half year old at home. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but like, so yeah. it's so funny. I'm, I'm obsessed with this baby in this moment, but I'm also like intellectually stopping myself being like, don't drink it. Don't drink yep. the cool. Don't do it. Um, so As somebody that- closer to that four month mark, I can remember like being like, I sit there with anxiety, just waiting for the screen. You're just waiting, you know, like any second you're called to action. Yeah. She had one of those good babies. She had that model where like the baby didn't even make a sound. Like the baby was just chilling. I didn't hear I didn't hear the baby. I don't know. But it was as she and I were talking, I'm like, oh, you and I have a flipped experience. Cause she was like, yeah, our first one was like really challenging. We really had to think if we wanted to do it again. But we were hopeful that like the universe would throw us like the good kid. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we had it the other way. We knew we had it so good the first time. <laughs> that you so, did it again. <laughs> all right. I took us off topic, but uh, yeah. Well, okay. So our, our structure for these podcasts is we're going to talk about the shit, talk about some advice, and then a takeaway. So the shit is, being made to feel guilty about not living in the moment. Yeah. Problematic social media reels. Yes. Super. Actually, I mean, that's its own shit. And I have been trying to avoid reels because they, they kind of make me feel like I just ate like too much junk food. Do that. Do you ever feel like that? It's just, I, that's a really good way to put it. I love scrolling Instagram. Like as soon as, as soon as I just get time to myself, I'm like, Ooh, you know, I Mm -hmm. might, I don't mean, I want to do that. Um, but even as I'm doing it, it's kind of like when you've eaten too many chips and you're like, I really should put the chips down. Like, this is yeah. no longer, this is no longer a fun time. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, it's hard food. to stop. I need to get off this ride. Yes. But I have to say, I prefer uh, the Instagram reels don't hit me the same way. There's something. TikToks. Yeah. Uh, oh, I haven't done TikTok yet. The TikTok one. I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting us off, but the, the, Instagram reels tend to be like a little behind the times compared to TikTok. So the trends that hit, um, the trends that hit Instagram were like, they're like a month or so later. Yeah. <laughs> compared to TikTok. Um, yeah. So we're talking about, we're talking about the, the problematic messaging mm-hmm. parents can get about like, is lightning in a bottle? Don't yeah. <laughs> So what's your advice as it now, you know, I mean, this is you and the shit and your advice, but this is kind of your wheelhouse because this is more the therapy type of conversation. Like, what do you tell people when they start? I mean, it kind of goes back to the, like comparing yourself on Instagram. Like you talked about my husband having this perfect looking vacation. Sorry, Dave. And there's, you know, there's the comparison. There's the like feeling bad about not being in the moment. Um, there's like, what, how, what do you tell people when they're like, how do you get back in the moment? And how do you get yourself to put your phone down when you know that like, and the chips down when you know that you don't feel good anymore? Like you're not making it. Oh I know. Well, okay. So, so taking one thing at a time, the, um, just the, what do you say? To, I already forget the first thing. Like, what do you say to a mom or a parent in the situation of not buying into that, that messaging? Mm-hmm. Um, one, I know this is easier said than done, but the first thing I would say to someone is don't buy into the bullshit. This is really hard. Two, that is exactly why you want to, if you can, why you want to surround yourself with messy people, people who call it out, um, you know, whether you're going to fitness groups or having a mom group of like real people or just having that one friend or neighbor that is honest and owns 
the realness, the, the good and the bad of, of parenting, because then when you encounter those posts, you can catch it better because you already you have not reality. You know, it's not reality. You already have maybe like a couple of your own real life sound bites going. That's bullshit. I'm not buying into this. I'm not subscribing to this. Um, So one, that is exactly why you should try and find people, whether they're like real in your life people or just internet people, um, text friends, whatever, like, you know, the friends that you just kind of keep your relationship through text with. That's totally fine these days. Um, Do what you got to do, because then when you encounter those things, it's easier for you to kind of like stop the stop that soundbite for from being more than just a soundbite. Mm-hmm. Actually, like you don't want it to take, it's kind of like therapists say, a thought is just a thought. It's what you do with the thought that makes the difference. So like you can't control having the thought, but you can control what to do with it. So you can't necessarily, if you're a tic- TikTok person or a Instagram person, um, other than not being on these things, you can't stop what comes through your algorithm, mm-hmm. but you can stop what you do with the thing you just saw. Yeah. And then if, if you really can't, then you should probably take a break from these places yeah. and taking a break from these places is always good. It is always good. It's always refreshing. It's kind of like, you don't realize how sucked in you were until you stopped. Just like overeating the bag of chips, like you don't realize how salty your mouth was feeling until you stopped and you have some water and then, you know, you realize. Right. And, oh, and then the breaks. other, the other answer to your question of like, oh, well, then how do you stop when you're like on the ride or you're eating the chips? And like, so this isn't a very profound thing. This is just what I do. There's the profound answer is set a timer or not the profound, like the clinical academic E, mm-hmm. you know, for my client is like set a timer, set limits, um, maybe s- use it in a situation where you're going to have to turn it off at some point. Like maybe it's you're sitting in your parked car at school pickup and your kids mm-hmm. about to come in any second. So you just limit 10 minutes. And so you have to get off. Um but if you're like me and you don't do that and you just find free time in the middle of the day and it's up to you to end it, I just kind of start talking to myself. At some point I'm, I'm saying, this doesn't feel good. This isn't doing anything for me. I have to get off. And so I probably say that to myself maybe a couple of times before I do it. And at some point it's like pulling a bandaid off and I just go, nope. And I, mm-hmm. and I just move the phone away and I put it down. Um, this has me thinking about, I mean, this is drawing a lot of parallels to just the way I give my clients nutrition advice, which is like, you know, um, well, it's like, well, what I was thinking of was sometimes you just have to find something to replace the activity or find something else to do. So like, that's why, like, that's why I mean my, my program the way I did where it's mini challenges. So I'm trying to get my clients, I'm switching actually to an app. So hopefully it does nice. do this. I'm trying to get them to just like, instead of opening Instagram, like open some, open like my refresh program or open some other like wellness article and like read, read about nutrition or like there's an ads I always see on Instagram for, um, I know I need, I'm not on TikTok and I'm not going to get on. Um, but I always see for, um, uh, what's it called? It's just like a productivity, not product. It's like a mind, like a, like a, um, like a mental health app. That's like, this makes me feel more calm than using Instagram. So like you could do a calming thing that takes 30 seconds to do like download it yeah. as like minute long calm things or download, you know, do my program and get like little mini movement ideas you can do in a minute. Um, and, and finding other things to, to like still do on your phone. Cause I find that at least with my clients, like for example, for nutrition, we like the clients that do the best are the ones that focus on adding vegetables and adding fruit instead of like taking away the cooking. taking something away. It feels bad. 
Uh, right. It's adding. And so what can you add to pull your mind away? I like the idea of adding a limit, like having to get the kids from pickup or, um, you know, like maybe when, when nap time starts and you finally get a break, like do the other things first and pick up your phone towards the end of nap time. So it's going to be ruined by the baby. Um, yeah. or, uh, the other thing I was just thinking about is remind yourself, like when, when your kids watch too much TV, I know mine are like, there, there's like a line where it's helpful and it like helps them relax. And then they cross this line to where then they're like, she's like throwing her body around the couch and like whining. And just, you can just tell she's just like needs to stop watching TV because she's acting and starting to act crazy. Right. Um, and then she's going to be cranky later. And so we have that same line. And so just like we set limits with our kids, I think that's really good advice to just be like, okay, I know that if I do more than, you know, 10 minutes on, on reels that I feel awful. Um, I think that's really good. But I think the best advice you've just given just now is talk to real people and make real friends and make real connections. Um, because I don't know, I don't know if you've been seeing this with your clients, but I feel like as this pandemic wears on and as I live a more virtual life, like I'm getting really tired of it. And I'm getting really like the reason why all of your references are TikTok is because no offense, but you have no other life. Like we don't have, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have kids and a family and that's a way, but like you're out, you don't, you have no other, no other outlet. I should say like, you've got nothing, no other place. Like you're not going to the office and like absorbing the latest gossip. You're not, you know, um, yeah. I don't know. Just like meeting up with friends all the time. Not that you do that much anyway, but you know, like (laughs) me and all my free time, (laughs) (laughs) but there's just not as much exposure to just like regular conversation and social media we know is like makes things is is fake. And we know people just jump on trends. And we know that like, when you talk to people in real life, like I just told you about my husband's Instagram looking so cool, but actually in reality, you know, (laughs) like the kids were like kind of crazy and annoying the whole trip. And so I really like the idea of of just having real friends you talk to. Um, And also being, I think, I think you said this, but I just want to say it again, is like being honest with those friends and with those people, because if you act like everything's fine and perfect, then they're going to be afraid to open up to you. And then you're going to be pretending that everything is perfect. Um, I know I see that too, with my refresh people is like, everyone talks about the success they had with their diet that week. And I'm like, can you talk about the part where you failed? Cause that's what we need to hear. A hundred percent. I, 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 and I probably said this in previous conversations with you. I think that's a huge reason why I stayed on this, um, this topic and, and grew this into a specialty in as a therapist, why, why I grew into postpartum, because I started to talk about my own experience and then I realized it was pretty freaking common and I wasn't alone. And so I was kind of like, Oh, let me, let me just keep pulling at this and see where, where it goes. And I just keep talking about it and people want to keep talking about it with me. Um, whether it's professionals, people in similar fields or just whether clients or, or neighbors. So yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah. It's needed. Um, cool. Well, now we all have to look up this guy or maybe not, maybe just not follow him, but I really like that message of like, this is not for me or this is BS. This is fake. Right. You know, and it's kind of like the modern day. So when I had my first kid eight years ago, um, and when we weren't in a pandemic, there was actually a a version of this. It was a, there was a problematic soundbite that you could experience at any point in your day. And you, and I remember when it, I I remember a specific example and I know the person that mean anything, Brian, I'm in the grocery store 
with my son, who's probably two months old, and someone behind me is ooing and eyeing at my son. And they're like, it goes so fast. Oh, Enjoy yeah. it, mama. Enjoy this because he's good. I mean, my son's 19 now. Like I know, like maybe not even, I know it's hard, but it's more like just soak it all in. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm, you know, I, <laughs> I feel like shit. I look like shit. Um, I haven't had a break, but like, yeah, tell me, tell me more about how I should be enjoying something that I'm not fully enjoying. Yeah. So I think we encountered that more in person. Do you have uh, any tips for how to, yes, I agree with that. Any tips for how to actually be in the moment sometimes, like knowing that it doesn't have to be all the time, I yeah. think helps like telling yourself that like, you don't have to enjoy every moment, but like, maybe you can find one moment a day you can enjoy or, you know. I think this is such a great question. I love that. Yes. You don't have to enjoy every moment, but we really encourage you to find a couple that you can. So it's not all or nothing in either, in either area. Right. So it's not, you hate the whole thing or you love the whole thing. Like there's, I, I bet your trip, right. was like a lot of chaos, a lot of annoying things. And then like these little like nuggets oh, yeah. of, mm-hmm just basking in their youth and their joy on a ride or like, yes, there was a long line. It was hot, but then you got to like experience something through their eyes. And that was so fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, so usually, um, I mean, this is where mindfulness comes in. So I always say to people, ignore like, so you ask yourself for a moment of like, what's the thing that's driving me crazy right now? How much of that is in my control? So, so sometimes you might be able to answer that, right? Like sometimes it might be like, yeah, here's what's in my, um, what's in my control is uh, getting an app or I don't know. Like there might be some things that are in your control. There's going to be other situations where maybe the thing bothering you is absolutely not in your control. I'm thinking about a screaming child that won't be quiet. You can't be like, you can try to control that, but you really can't. Right. Uh, yeah. Or thinking about maybe something that's like six months off and there's just like no way to prepare for that right now, whether it's Mm -hmm. a trip or a work deadline or whatever. So you then say, okay, but what's in my control right now? Is there anything I can do regarding that? So maybe it's a little more abstract, like, or a little indirect. So maybe it's like, I can at least get some sleep. I can at least take care of myself in the here and now. Great example of this was, um, and I will, maybe we can put his, add his name later. There is, um, I attended a workshop like at the very early of the pandemic was her therapist. It was like basically being a therapist in a pandemic mm-hmm. and this Harvard professor who, uh, and therapist who specifically like his job is to just teach mindfulness, which I think is so cool. Uh, and he had such a, he was just so good at like breaking it down. Um, and he was a parent, he was a parent of very young kids and he was acknowledging just how wackadoo it was to be in July in a pandemic mm-hmm. 2020. And he was saying, just once in a while, just like once a day, just redirect your focus to being like, okay, I'm outside with my kid. I'm watching them swing back and forth on the swing. I'm taking in the smells that are around me. I'm looking at the joy in my kid's face. I'm feeling, you know, the pressure in my hands as I push the kid of just using that moment to just like really insert yourself in the moment and like all the nooks and crannies. Uh, because that's all you like. That was a perfect example of like, okay, the, the pandemic and when we could go out and when we'd have a vaccine, none of that was known, let alone in our control, but being in that moment with your kid, that that's what they're going to remember. Um, mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's the way to do it. Does that? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. 
So would that be your takeaway from today? For for so we talked about the shit. We made you talked about the shit. Then you talked about the expert opinion, and now you can give us the takeaway. Um, is that the takeaway? Is just find ways to be just in that moment. And I like yeah. the specifics of like feel your hands pushing on the on the swing because I think some people love mindfulness and some people are like that's not that's I can't do that. So how do you be like, what are some specific tips you give your clients for trying to start being in the moment? So if, if anyone ends up loving me, one of the things you might like about me is I'm very much like Beth. I am all about the feasibility. So why I like some of the apps that are out right now for mindfulness and meditation, people don't realize this. There are 30 second sound clips or, you know, guided exercises for people. Mm-hmm. There are 30 second ones there. They can be as short and as long as you want them to be. So, and so if you hate it, because I I've taken, I've attended it. I've taken courses on it. It's brutal. It's brutal, but it's, it, it was very helpful to me. Um, so doing it in any capacity. So even if it's like a 30 second exercise that you're using through calm or headspace, or I know there's some, some, I think there's some really good ones out, uh, newer ones that I've can't think of right now. That's a great way to just kind of work that muscle a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then if you really don't want to do that, just do your best to scan. It's almost like, so there's a body scan, but I'm going to call it like, just do like more like just a full moment scan of like, Mm -hmm. what's going on for me right now? Are my feet planted? Are they not? Is there a reason my feet aren't planted on the ground? Um, What do I smell? What do I hear? What is, what's the What's the look on my kid like right now? You know, do I just, am I hearing laughter? Am I hearing screaming? Um, what do I feel in my body right now? So, mm-hmm. so it can either just be internal, your own physical mm-hmm. scan, um, or it can also just be your surroundings of like, what does it feel like when I do this? Um, yeah. Like little, little nuggets like that. Yeah. I like that. So if you're really in the thick of it in a moment, like, um, I've even heard somebody, a therapist once say that you can just think of like, what colors do I see? And that just brings you into your present moment. Um, but I like that. Like the look on my kid's face, that's always really easy to pull us into the moment. Um, I mean, think, think about the, think, think about the games we used to play as kids, like in a long car ride, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I spy or what was the other one with like the alphabet where you'd have to look, do you remember doing that as a kid? You would, um, if you were like driving on a highway and there'd be billboards and like, you'd have to, you'd have to go in the order of the alphabet and like, like, you know, B, you know, banana, but you'd have to find it written on a license plate or on someone's car on the billboard. I mean, when you think about this, these are mindfulness techniques. Yeah. What's around you? What do you see? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, what I like a lot is like, it's for getting in your body is like, where, where are you leaning on something? Like, is it your feet on the ground? Are you sitting on a chair? Like, where do you feel your gravity connecting you to the floor of the earth? And right. And then the biggest one you're reminding me is what's your breath like? Is it, you know, and then maybe that's a great prompt to be like, okay, let me, let me work on my breath. Let me check that. Maybe it's, maybe I'm breathing too heavily. Maybe it's too shallow. Maybe I'm not even taking like a good, uh, like a good inhale, exhale, yeah. uh, holding my breath. Maybe I'm clenching. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, mini challenges I give my clients is, um, to do an exhale before you do an inhale, because often we breathe in, but we're not good at letting go. Ooh, breathe out first and then breathe in. So that could even be a moment. Of- I feel like that could be symbolic. That could be like, 
that could be represented <laughs> something. <laughs> you gotta let go before you can take it in. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like the the takeaway would be. I guess what would what would you say that like just uh, taking in our conversation? I think so. We sat down today to talk, and and you brought up that four years video, and I I know it because you know it makes everybody feel terrible, um, and I like the response to it, saying that you've got more than four years, and it's also okay that it's hard. And so, but I think I think our the shit today was that it's really hard, easy to get swept up in TikTok in this like faith guilt enforcing of what parenthood is. Um, and I think, you know, what you already said about getting, talking to real people and remembering what the real people in your life said, because even your friend who's in that, you know, Facebook group with you, that's chatting about, you know, that, that appears perfect on the Facebook group, but then, you know, in real life that they're a hot mess, like just remember (laughs) like that. Um, everybody's like that. Um, and and just trying to like find your place that's like in planted in reality. So you can kind of have more of a buffer. I think that was great advice. And then I like the takeaway being what can you do to get yourself off of social media and more into the real world. And part of that is mindfulness and trying to be in the moment. And if you give yourself little breaks, like even checking in with how your body feels when you're watching too many TikToks um, or when you're eating too many chips, as we said, or when you're didn't drink enough water and just noticing that like, if you, what, if you give your body something different, like putting the phone down and stretching or taking a sip of water, like how that makes you feel. Um, so I think the takeaway is practice little moments of mindfulness, practice ways to be in the present and off your phone. If it's just for 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess that, I guess we, we kind of went on a tangent here, so it's, it didn't quite I don't know if we're quite connecting, but I think the big message is like, remember that it's not real. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy into the bullshit. Right. And, um, it's, you're not expected and, and you won't love every part of it, but definitely try, try once in a while to tap into it. Yeah. So like, you're not, you're, I mean, you're, you're in good company if, if you find it hard because yeah, it is yeah. right. But uh, once in a while, like, you know, don't let it swallow you. So like, don't let either message swallow you. Right. Because it's a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) I guess my takeaway is is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also liked liked what you said about feasibility and you want things to be doable and possible. And so um, it's not going to be possible to quit your TikTok addiction (laughs) for you, Amy. Um, And I I can do it. I can stop anytime I want that. <laughs> do it. Giving yourself, like you said, the muscle memory of trying different things. Like that makes me think of what I talk to my clients about all the time. Like giving yourself a little break to work on breathing or a little break to um do a stretch or a little break to do something else just gives you that just that like muscle memory, even of looking away from the TikTok or looking away from the fake advice and like taking a second and stepping back always helps clarify. So if you're developing that muscle memory of just like thinking about putting the phone down or thinking about talking to your real friend instead of your like internet group where there's a thing Um, or just finding one person in that internet group to really talk to and really like tell the real story to or being more open about the real story, but just like start practicing in micro doses. I think that's the message. It doesn't have, that's the message. Wait, what am I talking about? That is the takeaway from today. (laughs) The takeaway from today I know I was rambling. I thought I was saying good things, but this is the real takeaway is that 
you don't have to do everything 100%. You cannot be 100% in the moment when your kids are under four. You cannot be 100% um, getting yourself off of social media. You cannot be 100% in these internet groups taking all their information as real. Like you've got to, you've got to put snippets in there. or t- Moderation. Moderation. Yeah. Healthy so, doses. I'm going to like. Healthy-ish doses, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Moderation. You cannot be 100%. And and, okay. Yes. Love it. And one thing I also want to add, if any, if anybody knows what we're talking about with the, with the soundbite of like, you know, soak it in and any of those types of sound bites of this only is four years. Like if, mm-hmm. if that truly upset you or, or freaked you out, um, one, we can either have an entire episode or, um, or I can give you a, we can do this one of two ways. So one, we can either have an entire episode of all the things that happen after four that mm-hmm that rock that people are looking forward to or people are experienced or just go ahead and take a week take like get a piece of paper and work on it over the week of like once in a while just write down one or two things that you're looking forward to do that you haven't done yet with your child or children um and most likely you're going to find that a lot of these things happen after four yeah uh, yeah I, t- I was talking to a mom recently and she mentioned this, this concept of this, the soundbite. And, and she said, you kidding me? I can't wait till my kids for like, mm-hmm. she, she's, she is not the mom that like, she doesn't love the little kid mm-hmm. part and that's okay. Right. We've talked about this before. It's okay to not like playing with your kids. It's okay. To not like museums. You're not going to like every aspect. So there are moms out there who don't like the baby toddler phase and, but they're going to thrive when their kids like five, six, eight, so that's just a little add on. Well, that can be another episode. Um, well, thanks for chatting today. We will log out or would not log out. We'll just hit end on room the record. Um, and we'll keep these topics coming. If you guys have anything that you want to hear us talk about or um, any ideas for us, please send us a message. There's info in the show notes for how to do that. And we'll see you in another episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to our mothership. Have a topic you'd like to discuss? Leave us a message at the link in our show notes and your story could be spotlighted next. And if you're curious about working with, she means getting actual expert advice from one of us, check the links in our show notes to learn about how to work with us. Thanks for listening. And now go do that thing you got inspired to do while you listen to this episode.